Welcome back to the 107 Ministries podcast. Thanks for your patience. I know it's been a while since we put out an episode, but I want to thank you again for tuning in and pray that this podcast is helping you think through some things if you're a first responder or if you're a family member of a first responder. We pray that this is helping you understand the first responder in your life a little bit. Today, I'm going to open up talking about a difficult subject. Uh, Back in December of 2021, the agency that I uh, am a chaplain with, we lost a police officer in the line of duty. Uh, This officer actually worked in one of the divisions that I chaplain. So her death... uh, obviously hit a lot of us very hard. Uh, Many of my officers, obviously if I'm a chaplain for the division where she passed away, I had a lot of officers on scene. And the second division that I'm a chaplain for is right next door. So a lot of my officers responded to the request for emergency help. And I remember... The morning after the officer passed away, my phone went off at probably 6 or 6.30 in the morning, and I had a text from one of my officers that just said, we had a rough one out there tonight. Now, at that time, I did not know that we had lost an officer, but I knew this officer, if he was going to text me at 5 30 6 o'clock in the morning to tell me they had a rough one then they had a really rough one and it was about as bad as it was going to get and at that time I saw the news alert on my phone which told me our agency had lost an officer in the line of duty and I knew that it was indeed as bad as it will ever get so knowing that if my officer was going to text me at 5.36 in the morning, uh, I better call him. And I remember we kind of reviewed what had happened. We talked a bit about the officer who had passed as he knew her pretty well, had worked with her a bit. I had known her a little bit, had met her a couple times before she went out on maternity leave. So we talked a lot about her and and how he was doing and one of the things I remember telling him was allow yourself to feel and 
if you take nothing else from these podcasts as a first responder, this is some of the best advice I can give you. One of the things that I often said to my officers was, I get raising a glass to our fallen comrade, and raising a glass is one thing, raising an entire bottle is another, right? Because what we're often trying to do when we have trauma that sneaks in, when we have things that we really need to deal with as first responders, because it's ingrained in us to be the strong ones, the ones in control. We just stuff it down. And so that's why I remember telling my friend, allow yourself to feel. Because the loss of a colleague, the loss of a friend, the loss of a sister, it wasn't going to do to say I'm fine and move on. Yeah, that can be good in the moment. If we have a call that's tough to deal with, but we have to finish the job at hand, but we have to come back to it later. And if we're honest with ourselves, first responders, law enforcement officers, firefighters, EMTs, we don't necessarily do that well for probably a few reasons. One, we don't want to deal with the pain. Let's be honest. We don't want to deal with something that hurts something that makes us sad, something that makes us angry. Two, sometimes we don't have the time. If your agency is a lot like mine, we're running from call to call to call. And there's just not a time to, to stop and hit reset, right? Because that mentality has been around for so long that we just move on to the next thing. We're good, we compartmentalize, and we move on. Thankfully, the culture is getting a little bit better where we will do debriefs, we will make resources available. Uh, if you're one of my officers, you know that I will hound you for a few weeks to say, what are you doing, how are you doing, and making sure that we're at least trying to talk about it, right? But here's the thing with processing. If we aren't intentional about it, our brain will make us do it later. And when that happens, it's usually not very pretty. And so I think it's really important to take that time to process. And when we read through the Bible we see that even Jesus took time to process. And that's pretty amazing when you think about it. Jesus, who was fully God and fully man, even God took the time to process emotionally. If you know your biblical history, then you'll know this. If you don't, I'll give you a little bit of background. There is... Someone in the story of the Gospels by the name of John the Baptist. A little bit of background about him. He was Jesus' cousin. And 
John the Baptist's role was to herald the way for Jesus, shall we say. He was the messenger to come before, to say, look who's coming behind me. And it's pretty safe to assume that John the Baptist and Jesus, being cousins, being close to the same age, probably had some interactions growing up and and spent a lot of time together. And the king of Israel at one point has John the Baptist beheaded. And we see in Scripture in the book of Matthew, chapter 14, verse 13, the disciples of John the Baptist come to Jesus and say, Hey, Jesus, uh, John was beheaded. He's dead. And the Scriptures say when Jesus heard about it, he withdrew from there by boat to a remote place to be alone. Now, the crowds that were following Jesus didn't really give him a chance to be alone, but I think it's important to see that Jesus went off to be alone. And I think Jesus went off to mourn, to process, to think through all that was going on. Even though none of this was a surprise to him, Jesus still took the time to work through what he was feeling. And I think that there's a really important lesson here for us. Jesus didn't say, all right, and went and preached to the next crowd, went to the next town. He took a minute to say, my cousin is gone, my friend is gone, and it saddens me. And I think that we as, as first responders need to look at this and say if the god of the universe can mourn and take time to process why can't i in fact we see this very idea a few times in scripture when jesus is preparing to die he goes to the garden of gethsemane on the mount of olives the disciples follow him there and he tells them to pray And Jesus goes off, and in some of the Gospels, we see him having this really intense time of prayer where he is wrestling emotionally with all that he is going to have to do going forward. But he still took the time to work through those emotions. Another bit of scripture that we see in the book of John, chapter 11. Here we, we see Jesus learning about his good friend Lazarus. And if you, most of us know the name of Lazarus to say, well, he rose from the dead. Well, when Lazarus dies, Jesus hears about it. And we see the shortest verse in all of scripture at this point, John eleven thirty five. Jesus is told that Lazarus is dead. He's been dead for three days, which in the Jewish Jewish culture was very significant because it signified that the person was truly dead, the soul was gone from the body, and there was there was no hope. So 
Lazarus' sisters come to Jesus and say he's dead. And they take him to see the body. And at that point, the scripture says, and I quote, Jesus wept. So even Jesus took the time to allow himself to feel. When his family member died, when his friend died, he took the time to process, to weep. He didn't just shut it out and move on to the next thing. So why is it that we as first responders feel the need to just shove it down deep and move on to the next call? Well, I think it's in large part due to old attitudes about mental health, about showing emotion, and I I truly think that a lot of these attitudes and ideas are not gone from the culture of law enforcement and firefighting, but I think they're slowly working their way out. So it's important to remember that, yeah, you may need to compartmentalize for a moment, get through the call, but remember that if you don't take the time to process, your brain will. And usually when that happens, it can be somewhat of a catastrophic event, kind of a a, a breakdown, if you will. And not that you're broken down forever, but at that point, your grief has compounded itself and dealing with it later is going to end up being a lot worse on you than dealing with the event as it occurs. So for my first responders out there, for anyone listening, this really is is advice that's good for anybody, not just first responders, but seeing as how 10-7 ministries exist to work with first responders, this is what we're going to highlight. Allow yourself to feel, my friends. If you have that tough call, it's okay to say, wow, that call really shook me. If you need to take a step back, don't be afraid to take a step back. If you need to take some time off to deal with your mental health, find a way to do that. Find those things that will help you process and deal with the emotion, not just shove it down and shove it aside, which I think is something that we are all very prone to do. But look for those resources that will help you deal with whatever you're going through. And if your department is like mine, there's plenty of resources out there. If your department is not quite got resources in place, know that there are still resources out there. You can always call us. There's plenty of great 
organizations and ministries that deal with first responder specific issues uh, that can connect you to resources. And so allow yourself to feel, connect with those resources, connect with your support system, and process things appropriately so that you can deal with what's ahead of you and move on. That is one of our major prayers for you because at 10-7, we want you not only to have a long career, but we want you to have a healthy career. And we want you to learn what resources and, and what ideas are out there to help you. We want to show you that Scripture teaches you, the Bible teaches you, that there are pro proper and appropriate ways to deal with a lot of these things. And so keep that in mind moving forward. Lastly, I do want to uh, dedicate this episode to our lost friend, colleague, and sister, Officer Mia Goodwin with the Charlotte Mecklenburg Police Department. Mia, we miss you. Thank you for your sacrifice. And we continually pray for her family and her colleagues. And so thanks for tuning in. A little bit of housekeeping before we go. Uh, we are going to try to be putting episodes out probably about once a month right now. If there's a topic that you want us to address, please go to our website at 10-7.org. But you got to spell out the numbers. So T-E-N, a dash symbol, S-E-V-E-N dot org. Drop us a line. 10-7 is a nonprofit ministry that relies on your support so please consider donating with us become a partner with us and there's a lot of really exciting things we're hoping to be able to do this year coming up but until next time we're continuing to pray for you walk in strength and in boldness and take care of yourself so you can take care of each other thanks for tuning in We'll talk to you next time.